Welcome to the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast with Caleb and Chrissy Cole. Join us as we learn to lead together from the simple to the strategic. Our goal is helping you uncomplicate your leadership life. Welcome back to the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast with Caleb and Chrissy Cole. What My up? My name is Caleb and sitting across from me, what up, is Chrissy Cole. <laughs> Chrissy Cole. Yes. I'm here. <laughs> Checking in. Checking in day after my birthday. Ooh, yeah. Chrissy just had her birthday. She turned, am I allowed to say? Oh, when do I ever care? 39 years old. Congratulations. You are Thank you. closing in on 40. Yep. Catching up to you. And you look amazing. Thank you. But hey, we want to welcome you back to the Uncomplicated <laughs> Leadership Podcast. Uh, our goal here is helping you un- uncomplicate <laughs> your leadership life. That's right. Um, we know that life is can be complicated, especially in leadership. Chrissy and I want to welcome you back. This is episode two. We're super excited to be continuing the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast. Thank you for everyone who uh, shared this, uh, commented on it, subscribed. The the personal texts and the encouragement, it's been so nice, almost unexpected. Yeah, no, it was really encouraging just seeing the feedback from everybody. Um, So we'd actually like to ask you right now, if you would, if you're getting something out of this, um, if it's encouraged you, um, if you've enjoyed it, that you would do us a huge favor and you would share, you would subscribe, um, share it on your social media, subscribe either on Spotify or iTunes. And then also we'd love if you le- if you would leave us a review because that really helps um, as people are looking for new leadership podcasts. So Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast last week was really, or last time, was really just our intro. And uh, so today we actually want to dig in. We're going to be doing one myth per episode, correct, Chrissy? One myth per episode. And they're myths about leadership that so many of us fall into believing. And we really want to debunk those myths. Yes. So how we're going to help you uncomplicate your leadership life is debunking so many myths that people get caught up into. So are we ready? Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we jump in? I actually Anything about think, your birthday? No. That's what I, I was referring to. No, but what I do want to say is to remind you all that, you know, leading, uh, this, this podcast is going to help you lead in all areas of your life, everyday life. Sometimes we make everyday life so complicated, but um, you are a leader if you are leading in your home, your family, marriage, work, business, church. Um, there's something for you to learn here, even if you may not see yourself as a leader. Just another reminder. No, I I agree 100%. And that's one thing that Christy and I have always tried to encourage our um, organization and our church with, we are pastors of a church, is just that they would all see themselves as leaders because we all have spheres of influence. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, But regardless, we lead. and, And often we discount the amount of influence we have. And the fact of the matter is, um, you're leaders and you have more influence than you think. Right. And so that's really what today is going to be about as well. So here we go. Episode two, myth number one is to be a leader. You have to be a boss or a manager. False. We need sound effects. That would <laughs> <No>. be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, cue that. Cue the sound effects. Um, <laughs> But yes. I think this is one that I was even caught up into as a young leader, you know, out of mm-hmm. college, 
finished my undergrad degree and then my grad school and then like I jump into a leadership role and it was like, oh man, I'm not the head honcho. I don't have all the power, so I'm not really a leader. Yeah, and I think I always had it complicated in my head as the youngest in my family. Um, the youngest in my family and in an Asian culture, I'm full Filipino. And oftentimes the youngest do not get a say. <laughs> you have to call everybody <laughs> else by these other names to recognize that they're older and that they're leaders and that you're following them. And Fun so fact, Chrissy's sisters were allowed to spank her <laughs> if she disobeyed them. And I was though they were only a couple years old. Slightly scarred from that. That's a devil if you're watching, I forgive you. Listen. Or if you're listening. <laughs> and um no, I, I really do think that our background and how we were raised and even birth order can contribute to myths and lies like you have to be oldest you have to be a boss you have to be on the top you have to be the head honcho um, and that's just really not the case yeah, well I think that's good because I'm actually the oldest so Chrissy's the youngest of four I'm the oldest of four I do think that's why somewhat our marriage has worked so well because he re- just orders me around no and I, do whatever I, he says. I just I'm think just that kidding. naturally like we f- we do fall into some birth order like perspectives yeah And so I think it was hard for me because being the oldest, I was always the leader. Mm -hmm. And I think I led, you know, being um, whether it be at school as a young person in sports because I played a lot of sports. I always saw myself as the leader. I always wanted to be the captain. And then you get out of school and you step into a job and it's like, I'm a leader, but I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, so to say. And I remember feeling so lost. You know, like so disempowered because I'm like, wait, no, I'm a leader and everyone's always seen me as a leader. But now I'm actually not seen as a leader. I'm the young, you know, no nothing, no experience. And so you just need to soak it in and listen, young person, and like mm. keep your opinions to yourself. And I had such a hard time with that. Yeah. We'll see much different from you. I just let everybody lead me and I just um, followed. But then I would have this urge or this rising inside of me to lead. And I think that maybe my birth order or even where I came from and my culture um, may have helped me in this principle that Mm. we're about to talk about, um, that we don't have to be the boss or leader or the manager, excuse me, the boss or manager in order to lead, but we can learn to lead from behind. Yes. Um, And so I felt like that's the principle we want to focus on today. So you know, the myth you have to be a boss or a manager can be debunked because you can actually lead from behind or lead from underneath the top. Or um, there's a lot of ways to say it. We tried to say it in such a way that wasn't like demeaning. Right. Because in our organization, we are the top, I guess. Um, but we haven't always been. And I think yeah, this idea of leading from behind or some, I've heard it said like um, leading up, mm-hmm. right? is that you may not be the top. Most likely, like the majority of people listening to this Mm -hmm. aren't at the top of the totem pole, so to say, in terms of their organization. Um, Maybe some of you are, and you need to listen to this too because it's good to have the perspective of, you know, what it's like to be at the top and knowing that people underneath still have leadership in them and want to have influence. Um, But this idea of like, man, I think there's a lot of people probably out there wrestling with, How do I lead when I'm not in charge? How do I lead when I'm not the boss? How do I lead 
when I'm not the manager? How do I lead from behind or underneath? So um, some of the ways that we've seen is that like first we got to lead ourself. It has to start there, right? Like you got to lead yourself. If you're not leading yourself well, um, why would anyone want to follow you or listen to you? Which is that idea of leading by example. Mm Because I think so often, um, and and I don't want to be someone that harps on the younger generation, but I think that I get pulled into this at times. Like we talk a big game, yeah, but do we back it up with action? And so Hmm. the people that influence me now that Chrissy and I are at the top Mm -hmm. of the organization are not the ones that talk about it they be about it right like that's who i allow to influence Mm -hmm. um as someone at the top now you know Mm -hmm. to influence me and influence uh even some of the leadership that's happening is man if they're leading themselves well yeah then i already they've given me a vote of confidence you know um in them they've already given me something that i go wow that's impressive that's inspirational or um they care enough to lead themselves well Mm -hmm. because how can we expect have influence in leading others if we haven't even learned to lead ourselves and then second their example that they're setting is one that's like wow this is someone that always sets the example of going the extra mile of working hard of of you know um putting their best foot forward whatever it might be but those are some of the you know for me when i think first steps of leading from behind lead yourself and then lead by example don't just talk about it be about it Right. And I want to address that concept of not just talking about it, but being about it. Oftentimes when you're trying to lead from behind or you're leading up, and I know that I've done this in, you know, maybe even areas where you've overseen in the church. And here I am just sitting there lecturing or giving my dissertation on why it should be a certain way. And instead of just doing something about it. And Mm -hmm. I think like as uh, the leader from the top, so to say, um, when you feel like you're just being lectured by somebody that, that, that feels like, you know, um, pride. (laughs) And then, you know, you want to oppose that pride sometimes, you know, and I'm not saying that we're the people who are leading from the top are, is God, but God opposes the proud, but he gives, um, grace, grace to the humble and grace from, for us means a listening ear. You said this whole idea about, you know, action. Um, but I also think that it's less about even action, but sometimes it's perspective. Um, yeah. I just recently preached on blind Bartimaeus. And this is a scripture in Ma- uh, excuse me, Mark, where you see that there was a man of lowly position and who could not see. And, you know, he got healed by God because all he did was want to be able to see while to the story just before blind Bartimaeus you have two disciples asking Jesus about you know or their mom asking for them to be on the left and right hand of the father (laughs) or or be on the left and right hand of Jesus when they get up to heaven and all they cared about was position and so I feel like um, if we're going to lead well from behind we're going to have to first recognize that perspective needs to be um, the priority and sometimes we need to also honor where we are in an organization rather than always hunting for the top because you have a different perspective that the people from the top don't have Mm -hmm. so leading from behind has a lot to do with perspective not position yeah so you're saying 
in terms of perspective, like even and position, even that we value the position we're in Absolutely. at the time. Yeah. So I think the the perspective is that we're okay with where we are, mm-hmm. even though there can still be a a holy discontent. That's yeah. what the word I like to use um, mm-hmm. is this idea of like there's a holy discontent. Like, yes, we're challenging you right now. If you're gonna leave from behind, like mm-hmm. you have to be okay with where God has you right now. Right. That doesn't mean that you're okay with staying there forever. Right. Right. There. That's the holy discontent. Mm-hmm. But there's a healthy contentment that we must have Mm -hmm. where we go, Hey, maybe I'm also learning something Mm -hmm. in this season and I'm not ready for the next position, the higher position, or I'm learning something from this position that'll give me a better perspective for when I do move up, you know, to a higher position. And so sometimes we, we push back or we we're we're, unhappy with the current position we hold but maybe we're there to learn something maybe right. we're there to gain a perspective that we'll need for Absolutely. when we move up to the next position that doesn't mean that um you know you should be okay staying there forever especially if you feel called to something you know higher but um we can't negate or undervalue each season and right. i think god has got of seasons right. to make it spiritual and even the world is a world of seasons, mm-hmm. right? Um, we watch and we're in the middle of winter right now. We need that, mm-hmm. that time of rest. And maybe you're in a season where you're gaining a perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, that position you have is giving you a perspective that's going to help you as you move up to a higher position someday. Right. Well, I think the contentedness also yeah. has a lot to do with stewardship. You know, if we're always looking for the next thing or the higher thing, That's then good. I'm afraid that we're not looking at what's before us. And that that comes down to stewarding what God has given you and entrusted yeah. with you, whether you're stewarding that well or not. And so I love this concept of perspective um, over position because it challenges us to do well with what God has given us and really trust where he put you. You know, I think sometimes we can try to knock down doors that have not been opened to us yet. Yeah. And that can get us in a very crunchy position and a place where we can almost hurt ourselves, you yeah, know, um, hurt ourselves when God's saying, no, this is what I have for you. And are you going to trust me that I know what's best for you? Um, but, you know, I think in another episode we can speak to when you know it's time to move on. Yeah, it's good. Um, but. I do love what Craig Rochelle, he uses the phrase leading up rather than leading from behind. And he says that your ability to lead up now will help determine your ability to move up later. And that's really speaking to what you just said uh, just a little bit ago about how, you know, despising the season. Don't despise the season. Every season is purposed by God. And if we don't get all that we have for from God, we're not going to be equipped for the next season and we're not going to be able to handle what could be given to us in the future. And so I think this also speaks to timing. We have to trust. It comes back to trusting God and his timing. Um, But we do have to learn how to lead well um, from behind before we move up. And at the end of the day, we're never going to learn how to be a great leader if we don't learn how to be a great follower. Absolutely. And That's good. I think too many people are just chomping at the bit to be the leader, you mm-hmm. know, to be at the top. And 
we're not in in terms of like character. Yeah. If our character isn't developed enough in the following season, we'll never have the character to hold ourselves up in the leading season. Mm. And it's for me, it's all about like roots Absolutely. and character is what matters more than anything right when it comes to leadership when it comes to being just a a good person in this world um it's all about character and when it comes to leadership like i think too many people have moved up and their position um was great but their character was small right and then their character couldn't support the weight of the position Mm. and if your character isn't built in the process then you'll never be able to support the weight of the position. Right. And, and that's one thing that I've been challenged with and why I'm actually thankful that God like leveled me up. (laughs) It was a, it was a slow process. It was progressive. Um, you know, me moving up, so to say in the world of, you know, for me it was church organizations, but I believe that my character was being developed in the journey Mm -hmm. to where now because the leadership at the top, the weight is greater. Yeah. Now the weight that I carry, the character which is underneath, mm-hmm. is is strong enough to su- to support it. Right. Otherwise, I would have collapsed a long time ago. Right. But we also have to understand too that you know there are times where God can give you like fast track leadership, and yeah. and it's sometimes not going to be because of what you've done on your own but because of the character that you have. And so, you know, I I think too about like leading up and sometimes it kind of becomes a game within people and organizations and in leadership of like, who's rising to the top? Did they do what they needed to deserve this? And all these kinds of questions that come in about leaders. And really, I think God promotes those um, who are humble in their hearts. And so sometimes you might have the fast track to the top um, but that's because God trusts your character. You know, I think about greatest leader of all time. Who 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 is it, babe? Um, I, I mean, Jesus. The, the Sunday school answer yes. is Jesus. <laughs> I, I answer I for you. I don't know if that's what you're going. But yeah, for. and I, I always think about one of my favorite books. Anonymous. I was going to say Chrissy Cole. Oh, thank you. Close <laughs> close second. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think about my mentor in college. Her name is Alicia Britcholi. She wrote a book called Anonymous, and she always speaks about character and Jesus's character and how it was developed in the hidden years. And she likens Jesus's life to an iceberg that, um, you know, that, that you see when that, that a captain of a ship sees off from a distance and they're terrified of the tip of the iceberg, you know, and they're terrified, not because of the tip of the iceberg, but because of the monstrosity of the, of the iceberg underneath the water and she likens an iceberg to Jesus's life because we see three years of his ministry that was super impactful. Everybody was following him. It, he, he, you know, his, his work here on earth is noted by the world. Yes. (laughs) That's a really easy way to put it. Um, and so, but he was hidden for 30 years before that ministry all happened. Yeah. And the character development happened in those hidden years. And so sometimes let's not despise um, even the hidden, the hidden seasons or the seasons where we're quote unquote behind or we're quote unquote underneath because that's where the power is. That's where the development seasons are that prepare us for what God wants us to be able to handle in the future. So. That's good. Yeah. So shifting gears, I think that 
you know, so often we're leading up. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, not at the top Mm -hmm. of the organization, but they're leading up and or leading from behind, so to say. Um, And there are some blind spots. Yeah. And so I think that when we're trying to lead from behind, Mm -hmm. um, there's some blind spots or some some essentially like temptations we could fall into some dangerous things that without being aware and self-awareness is huge right as a leader whether you're leading from behind or you're the top dog leader you got to be self-aware so what are the blind spots of people who are leading from behind I can say this from my own personal experience and also having it as, as a person doing this and as feeling this being done to me. (laughs) Um, But I think there is the temptation or the blind spot of actually pushing your own agenda. Mm, Um, Because if you're truly leading in an organization or leading up or leading from behind, um, a good follower and a good leader (laughs) is um, subscribing to the vision of the leader in front of them. Yeah. And oftentimes when we're trying to lead up, we can fall into the temptation of controlling or manipulating um, a circumstance or situation or the way the organization is going, thinking that we're leading up, but we're actually pushing our own own agenda. Um, And so I think that's that's quite a danger. Um, And it it can be so slight and subtle. And again, it comes back to self-awareness. I think we're probably going to talk about self-awareness every single episode because it's so key. Did we say, did we talk about it last episode? Maybe No, I don't think we're going to talk about every episode, but yeah. But I I think it's so key in just life, but yeah, pushing your own agenda. Pushing your own agenda. So control, manipulation, those are just temptations temptations. you could fall into. Um, Another one, you know, we were thinking about was how we can project our own disappointments into leadership or onto leadership. Um, You know, and that's a huge blind spot where we're leading from behind and then we're disappointed by leadership and we can actually become, you know, disloyal. We can cause disunity Mm -hmm. uh, simply by being we've been disappointed. And so then now we'll have the temptation to talk bad about Mm -hmm. the leaders above us if they don't listen to our feedback or um, they, they don't take our input the way we think they should. Right. And so we can't avoid conflict. We can't be people who avoid having honest conversations. We can verbalize our disappointment. Right. And I think the, the temptation or the blind spot could be that we project our disappointment but we project it not just onto leadership, but we begin to sow seeds yes. of disloyalty or disunity in the organization simply because we didn't get the influence or we didn't we weren't allowed to move the needle the way mm-hmm. we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Those are definite blind spots that I think uh, can be avoided if we just keep on giving our leadership and our position that God has given us back to him. You know, um, God opens doors that no man can open or God opens doors for those that no man can shut. Excuse me. So a lot of us have what we have and influence 
um, and leadership in the areas that we have because God gave it to us. So I think the quickest way, and we just talked about this in staff the other other day, the quickest way we can avoid things like control, manipulation, avoiding conflict, avoiding honest conversations, and sowing seeds of disunity, the quickest way we can do that is by saying, God, like I give you back any influence that I have. And if, you know what I'm saying? If we're ready to just give it back to God, then we won't distort or, um, yeah, or destroy the leadership that we do have unknowingly sometimes and under the guise of leading well or leading well from behind, you know? That's good. So last thoughts on leading from behind um, as we wrap this episode two up, Mm -hmm. which thanks for being with us. I actually... Um, I'm really excited for you guys to get to know Chrissy. She's the queen of um, idioms. <laughs> and when I say she's a queen of idioms, I mean she's a queen oh, of no. of butchering idioms, <laughs> which is probably the most entertaining thing. Okay. And so I'm looking forward to I more I almost of that. did it just a little bit. You did, bit but you caught yourself. I, yeah, I I'm caught proud myself. Of you. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, that was a spiritual one that you yeah, fixed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, So la- last thoughts is uh, I think if you're leading from behind, you know, like what are some last thoughts that, that – we would give to you. Uh, first, it would be you have to check yourself. All right. So before you wreck yourself, <laughs> yeah, chiggity check yourself before you wreck <laughs> yourself. So if you are leading from behind, meaning if you are someone who's not at the top of an organization, um, which is most of us, most mm-hmm. of you, um, you have to make sure that you're checking your heart, uh, you're checking your intentions. You're checking your your attitude, your spirit, mm-hmm. because it's very easy when you're trying to influence up, when you're trying to lead from behind, mm-hmm. that you can get caught up in thinking you know better, you mm-hmm. know best, and when things aren't going your way, that you can essentially like sow bad seeds. So yeah. we have to be constantly checking ourselves, checking our yeah. hearts. But there's some people listening to this podcast who are also managers and bosses and they are at the top and so something that you have to consider that we've heard um, before and I think it's going to be really helpful to you is that you either have to help those who are leading from behind who may perhaps be struggling and not checking themselves you have to either help them grow or let them go and only you will know Mm, that kind of you know what what decision you're going to have to make but either help them grow or decide to let them go. And that's a hard decision to come to. But I truly believe that if leaders are regularly checking themselves and understanding the grace that God has on their timing, on what they're involved in and what lane he has them in and what he's entrusted to them, then you can avoid um, getting to the point where you're going to have to cut somebody off before it's too late. Yeah. No, that's and, good. And constant open conversation and open dialogue um, and building trust. I, all that is really going to help before it gets too late. Yeah, that's good. Because I think so often we think about this leaning from behind and we think, oh, there's so many people out there that are in that role. But there are managers, yeah. bosses, you know, people at the top. Mm-hmm. And we can forget because that's actually where the position Chrissy and I are in now. Um, we can quickly forget that, like, man, our job is to allow them to influence culture, to allow them yes. and empower them yeah. to influence, you know, what's happening. Um, leaders have to care more about empowering others than exerting power over others. And I mm. think so often we don't just empower others, 
Um, we want to exert power over others. So yeah. we control them and everything's to our end, what we think is best. But man, right. every organization is better mm-hmm. when leaders are listening to those yeah. below them, beside them, around them. And so like, I would just challenge you managers, bosses that you would, man, what Chrissy said, decide to help them grow. Otherwise let them go mm-hmm. that you would not just try to exert power over others, but you would empower others. Yes. And, uh, when you do that, the whole organization gets better. And then Mm -hmm. those of you that are leading from behind, um, we said it to you, check your heart, Mm -hmm. make sure if you're lacking contentness, maybe it can, um, contentment, um, Mm -hmm. maybe it's time for you to move on. Um, are you stewarding what you've been given? Well, yeah. What is the lane that you've been called to? Are you focusing on that lane or are you getting out of lane? Are you out of pocket a little bit as the kids say? Out of pocket looks real crazy. It's so so easy in leading from behind that you start, um, oh, I want to influence, I want to lead from behind. And then you can get out of your lane, you can get out of pocket, you can suddenly become a bad seed Mm -hmm. um, in an organization that's Mm -hmm. actually um, wreaking more havoc and disunity than you Mm -hmm. are aiding and pushing the vision forward. At the end of the day, your job your primary job of leading from behind is to serve your leader yeah. or leaders. So if you're not serving, um, then you're failing in leading from behind. So That's at the good. end of the day, it has to, and I think, you know, ending with that is that we yes. have to serve. One thing we say at our church is if you're too big to serve, you're too small to lead. Mm-hmm. And so, so many people want to be leaders. Yeah. But are you willing to serve first? I want to see people serve right. before I elevate them to so any good. role of leadership. So make sure... Um, those of you leading from behind that you're have the heart and the mentality constantly of like, look, I'm here to serve. Right. That may mean I don't always get my way. It may mean they don't always even listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm serving, um, mm-hmm. then I'm doing what I've been placed here to do. And, you know, I, just on that final note to this concept of serving, um, servanthood is our calling. That's something else that we say here, one of the blueprints yeah. and core values of our organization. And so, you know, when it comes to the end of the day, if you can look at how you operated in a day and you can say, I served all day, then you're not necessarily even going to be worried about being the top dog, low dog, leading from the front or leading from behind. You yeah. can be, um, you can rest assured that you are following the call that God has on your life if you served well that day. And so I think that's, just remember, servanthood is our calling. We're called to be more like Jesus. Jesus was the greatest servant of all. He came not to be served, but to serve. And, uh, you know, back to Jesus. It all goes back to Jesus, and that's what we can learn from. That's who we can learn from the most. So good. So happy birthday, Chrissy, and happy birthday, Jesus. Um, I know that this is, you're you're hearing this actually after Christmas, but we're about to celebrate Christmas. And so we hope all of you, um, 2021 has kicked off amazing for you. Yes. And we're believing for a year a little better than 2020. Uh, Much better. No, a lot better. (laughs) A lot better. Ridiculously better. It can't get worse. No. Um, But no, (laughs) we're uh, we're so grateful as, uh, you know, two individuals here that you would take the time to listen, to be a part of this journey with us. And so once again, we just want to say thank you. Make sure you subscribe, share. Um, We'd love if you leave us a review. But hey, our goal is helping you uncomplicate your leadership life. So thanks for joining the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast with Caleb and Chrissy. We love you guys. Love you. And we'll see you soon. Love you, love you. Happy New Year. Bye, y'all.
We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast with Caleb and Chrissy Cole. Keep up with Caleb and Chrissy on Facebook and Instagram and calebandchrissycole.com where you can discover more resources. If this podcast has impacted you, please subscribe and review wherever you listen to your podcast. 